0: Welcome to episode 8. Oh no, not dross. If you follow me on Facebook, you heard our focus verse come from the story of Israel's sins in Ezekiel. When I sat down to study what God says about praying for our leaders, I found myself in Ezekiel 22. My first thought was, oh man, we better buckle up for this ride. Then a friend pointed me to the prayer that's in Nehemiah. But first, let's read Ezekiel 22. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, and you, son of man, will you judge Will you judge the bloody city? Then cause her to know all her abominations? You shall say, Thus says the Lord God, a city shedding blood in her midst, so that her time will come and that makes idols contrary to her interests for defilement. You have become guilty by the blood which you have shed, and defiled by your idols which you have made. Thus you have brought your day near and have come to your years. Therefore I have made you a reproach to the nations and a mocking to all the lands. Those who are near and those who are far from you will mock you. You of ill repute, full of turmoil. Behold, the rulers of Israel, each according to his power, have been in you for the purpose of shedding blood. They have treated father and mother lightly within you. Then the alien they have oppressed in your midst, the fatherless and the widow they have wronged in you. You have despised my holy things and profaned my Sabbaths. Slanderous men have been in you for the purpose of shedding blood, and in you they have eaten at the mountain shrines. In your midst they have committed acts of lewdness. In you they have uncovered their father's nakedness. In you they have humbled her who was unclean in her menstrual impurity. One who has committed abomination with his neighbor's wife, and another has lewdly defiled his daughter-in-law, and another in you has humbled his sister, his father's daughter. In you they have taken bribes to shed blood. You have taken interest and profits, and you have injured your neighbors for gain by oppression, and you have forgotten me, declares the Lord God. Behold then, I smite my hand at your dishonest gain, which you have acquired, and at a bloodshed which is among you. Can your heart endure it, or can your hands be strong in the days that I will deal with you? I, the Lord, have spoken and will act." I will scatter you among the nations, and I will disperse you through the lands, and I will consume your uncleanness from you. You will profane yourself in the sight of the nations, and you will know that I am the Lord. And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, the house of Israel has become dross to me. All of them are bronze and tin and iron and lead in the furnace. They are the dross of silver." Therefore, thus says the Lord God, because all of you have become dross, therefore, behold, I am going to gather you into the midst of Jerusalem as they gather silver and bronze and iron and lead and tin into the furnace to blow fire on it in order to smelt it. So I will gather you in my anger and in my wrath, and I will lay you there and melt you. I will gather you and blow on you with the fire of my wrath, and you will be melted in the midst of it. As silver is melted in the furnace, so you will be melted in the midst of it, and you will know that I, the Lord, have poured out my wrath on you. And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, say to her, You are the land that is not cleansed or rained on in the day of indignation. There is a conspiracy of her prophets in her midst like a roaring lion tearing the prey. They have devoured lives. They have taken treasure and precious things. They have made many widows in their midst of her. Her priests have done violence to my law and have profaned my holy things. They have made no distinction between the holy and the profane, and they have not taught the difference between the unclean and the clean. And they hide their eyes from my Sabbaths, and I am profaned among them. Her princes within her are like wolves tearing the prey by shedding blood and destroying lives in order to get dishonest dishonest gain. Her prophets have smeared whitewash for them, seeing false visions and divining lies for them, saying, Thus says the Lord God, when the Lord has not spoken. The people of the land have practiced oppression and committed robbery, and they have wronged the poor and needy and have oppressed the sojourner without justice. I searched for a man among them who would build up the wall and stand in the gap before me for the land so that I would not destroy it, but I found no one. Thus I have poured out my indignation on them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. Their way I have brought upon their heads, declares the Lord. The first few verses are basically telling us the cause of the judgment. Shedding blood and making idols. It's pretty clear how extreme their violence had become. Does this sound familiar to you? (laughs) They had made idols to replace their love for God. In today's society, we can make an idol out of a game or a hobby. We can make an idol out of someone that's random, that appears to be wonderful at a particular sporting event. We somehow think this is a person to look up to and model our lives after. One issue with this thinking is when this person falls from our grace, so to speak, there's another one waiting in the wings with their idea of how we should live. My basketball coach in high school used to tell me, Tina, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Israel had gone against God's law, and now the the other nations would mock them. They would understand the character of God they had forgotten. God tells them, you will know that I am the Lord. The Lord said the house of Israel had become dross to him. Dross is the useless metal that's left on the sides of the furnace when the pure metal is melted and poured out. Israel was useless because of their sin. God was gathering them in Jerusalem to pour out His wrath on them. They had abandoned God's precepts. They allowed sin to run rampant in their people. Even the prophets were ignoring the sins. Even they were telling of false visions and lying divinations. They claimed to be speaking for God when God hadn't even spoken to them. Y'all, it was so bad. When God searched for one man to help turn things around, build up the wall, and stand in the gap, he found no one. No one. Now you see why I was like, oh, no, we better buckle up for this ride. We are in spiritual warfare y'all. please don't allow the enemy to divide you. please don't allow the enemy to discourage you or confuse you, so, you um, so much that you lose sight of what God can do through you if you're willing to follow him. People need Jesus. Lost people act like lost people. now let's read Jeremiah, um, sorry now let's read Nehemiah 1 the words of Nehemiah, the son of Hecana. Now it happened in the month, Chrislev in the 20th year, while I was in Susa, the capital, that Hanani, one of my brothers, and some men from Judah came, and I asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped and survived the captivity and about Jerusalem. And they said to me, The remnant there in the province who survived the captivity are in great distress and reproach, and the wall of Jerusalem is broken down, and its gates are burned with fire. Now it came about when I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for days, and I was fasting and praying before God of heaven. And I said, I beseech thee, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God, who preserves the covenant and loving kindness for those who love him and keep his commandments. Let thine ear now be attentive, and let thine "'Eyes open to hear the prayer of thy servant, "'which I am praying before thee now, day and night, "'on behalf of the sons of Israel, thy servants, "'confessing the sins of the sons of Israel, "'which we have sinned against thee. "'I am my Father's house, have sinned. "'We have acted very corruptly against thee "'and have not kept the commandments, nor the statutes, "'nor the ordinances which thou didst command, "'thy servant Moses.'" Remember the word which thou didst command um, thy servant Moses, saying, If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the peoples. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, um, though those of you who have been scattered were in the, mit- in the most remote part of the heavens, I will gather them from there, and I will bring them to the place where I have chosen to cause my name to dwell. And they are the servants and thy people whom thou didst redeem by thy great power and by strong hand. O Lord, I beseech thee, may thine ear be attentive to the prayer of thy servant and the prayer of thy servants who delight to revere thy name and make thy servant successful today and grant him compassion before this man. Now I was the cupbearer to the king. Y'all, I haven't fasted, but I can tell you that it truly saddens me to think that God couldn't find one person to stand in the gap. He couldn't find one person to begin to build the wall in Jerusalem. When I was reading Nehemiah's prayer, I found myself begging this for our country. I hope you'll set aside time at 8 o'clock each day and read this prayer and see what sin you're convicted to confess to God, what sin you need to turn from and turn to God with. I hope each day you do this, you'll begin to see God working in your life, and then you'll share with others as encouragement, To them in their situation. If we don't recognize our sin, confess our sin to God, turn from our sin, and turn to God, we are in some serious trouble, y'all.